Oh, we made it to the last episode. Thank you all for joining me on this ride as we explore uh, voter suppression. And um, obviously this is just a drop in the bucket and five episodes. Um, you know, we got certain people's stories and perspectives. And I really hope that those stories um, helped you to connect to the issue of voter suppression. Um, but also know that this isn't the full picture. So um, I would encourage everyone um, to go out and um, find the ways in which this issue is important to you. How does knowing about the, voter, uh, the history of voter suppression influence your thoughts about voting and participation in upcoming elections? Has there ever been an instance where you experienced undue consequences to actions like Mel did, um, you know, in serving her time for a crime she didn't even commit, um, but was convicted of? Can you relate to that experience of, um, you know, having to take on that burden which shouldn't be there? And how does that help you connect with this issue? Have you contributed in any way to helping someone else access their voice through the vote? What ways does your privilege let you participate in being part of creating a more perfect union? What privileges does um, having an address afford you have you contributed in any way to helping someone else access that voice through the vote who does not have that privilege? Whose story do you need to witness in order for this issue to spark action for you? How much do you even know about voter suppression, even after hearing this podcast, which, like I said, is just a drop in the bucket? Do you consider yourself aware of the issue? Has the color of your skin ever prevented you or deferred you from any opportunities? What would that be like? Have you experienced it? Can you share that with someone else? Have you ever tried to vote but had to face obstacles? What were the reasons for that? What can be done to break down those barriers? And finally, what does the right to vote mean to you? If it's important to you, and I hope that it is, I would also hope that increasing access for all of our brothers and sisters to vote would also be important to you. So as we look at this last um, podcast episode and uh, you know, kind of turn our focus to some solutions and responsibilities. There's a few things that I just want to highlight um, that maybe could be helpful. Maybe you're unaware of um, and or haven't thought of, um, but could give some consideration to. First, we can hold state secretaries of state and other officials who perpetrate voter suppression accountable. Those people can re be removed from their offices and that happens through our voice of the vote. It's a 
weird cycle to think about, um, you know, holding people accountable that are restricting vote by voting. Um, and sometimes that seems a little bit daunting and maybe hopeless. Um, but I really take great, um, inspiration from people like representative John Lewis, for example. John Lewis said, the vote is precious. It is almost sacred. It is the most powerful nonviolent tool we have in democracy. We can make officials in charge of elections and voter registration non-political, maybe by establishing an uh, election security agency that would mandate and regulate upgrades of election systems and technology, um, but that also helped to um, redistrict um, and correct the gerrymandering that has happened. We can create a federal ID card for all legal residents and citizens of the United States that incorporates automatic voter registration, freeing up the barriers that happen when people have to figure out how to register. Just make it easy. And also that could be something that is done that doesn't require an exact address, but perhaps more of a state residence so that people who are houseless can still have that right to vote. We could allow voters to vote at any polling place. The um, restrictions we currently have sometimes make people drive two hours from where they live, passing other voting polling places in the meantime. It's a ridiculous system and it can be fixed. We could implement mail-in voting nationwide. Oregon is an amazing example and model. I feel very proud to be uh, a resident of this state. And I would quote Stacey Abrams, powerful voter voting rights advocate, um, who's when asked, um, you know, what would an ideal voting system look like? She responded, Oregon. And I will admit, Oregon is far from perfect, but it is a great model and it's something that could be extended nationwide. We could do all of those things with the intentions to also create a secure digital voting system for the future. Something that isn't subject to um, hacking from Russia or China or, or whatever it could be. Um, just because it's digital doesn't need to be compromised. We are smart people. We can do this. We definitely need to restore and update the Voting Rights Act. Um, the, the, detrimental effects that came down from Shelby versus Holder to cripple the Voting Rights Act have had serious consequences, and that needs to be rectified. We can make Election Day a national holiday. We can make it on a weekend, or we can make it span multiple days, or all of the above. These are all ways to increase access to the vote, which should be our goal. We should not be a people who are lifting up 
some people's voices over others. We could restore voting uh, for people who have served their sentences and implement positive reinforcement policies in our ju judicial system as opposed to um, you know, some of the current rhetoric around and fear around what it means for a felon to vote. Knowing that our criminal justice system has not been fair. And if we use that as a bar to decide who gets rights of humanity, who gets to have a voice for themselves, we do a serious injustice, not only for those people, but for us. When there are uh, neighbors of ours who are suffering, that suffering is going to affect us, whether it's direct or indirect, whether it's recognized or unrecognized, it definitely happens. We need to incorporate voter education into the national conversation for graduating seniors in high school who are about to come of age for voting, for uh, immigrants who are participating in naturalization classes to understand what that awesome power is that they're getting when they become a citizen of this great country. And also just through public awareness efforts. We have such negative rhetoric around elections and specifics about people, you know, these uh, ad campaigns and negative TV ads and, and all of these social media posts that are, um, you know, designed to, to increase scare and fear. When actually, if we just talk to each other, if we just involve each other in conversation and extended um, you know, a helping hand in order to help someone know how to vote or get to vote. Um, that makes the mirror, the reflection of our country, the more perfect union that we strive to be. And lastly, we could remove barriers such as policing at polls, uh, which isn't supposed to happen, but does. Um, that creates fear for people whose experience with law enforcement is not always positive, particularly people who are BIPOC. Um, we can correct the lack of access geographically. As I mentioned earlier, there's some ridiculous restrictions and requirements that are put on people just to get to vote. We could correct the lack of resources provided for indigenous people. Um, it's a big problem in terms of education. We can do that. We could provide people with disabilities and people for whom English is not their first language uh, tools that would be helpful um, to help them vote, to help them understand what they're voting for or who they're voting for. These are all good measures that we can do. and and are possible for us. I guess I would just like to kind of close the final episode here by saying uh, a thank you for listening. Um, and 
hopefully inspiring you a little bit through this uh, series to um, to care <laughs> about the vote um, and care about your neighbors getting to vote and care about you getting to vote. Um, and yeah, I, I just hope that um, each of the people listening to this, including myself, will take it upon themselves to, to find a way to act. So thank you for listening.